What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my love. Hey, baby. Hello, my love. Hey, baby. Look at that. The whole the whole fam jam's here. Becca, I love- we got Becca in the house. Hi. Here, just talking to your mic one more time. Hi. Oh, there you are. There. Nice. Use your outdoor voice now. <laughs> I love the moment that, that we sit in silence. It's almost like a little meditation while you're waiting for the music to cue up mm-hmm. and then say your line. We all just kind of sit here quietly and... In, in 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 heated anticipation. Mm-hmm. Becca, you look like you're sweating. Yeah, look I'm like always nervous on the mic. Armpits sweating, butthole okay. sweating. <laughs> Let's be nice. <clears throat> um, well, this is nice. We're all here. We're all hanging out. We haven't uh, we haven't actually done this in a long time. Where Becca's kind of popped on the on the show. Um, it's always a nice nice little surprise. 
Yeah, you're always here. I always come home, you know, if I come home from my boyfriend's place and I'm like, I'm just going to get changed. And I walk in and Becca's asleep in the bed. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay, I'll just grab my flashlight and I'll get my yoga clothes. It is a funny thing. I'll change in the bathroom. I mean, it is kind of funny (laughs) because you work night shifts and then you'll come here after your night shift and then sleep till like noon. And then Bridie's like, you know, you're up at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Like, and you come home. If you're at your boyfriend's house and you're like, oh, oh there's someone in our bed. Yep. Do you do you find that annoying? Uh, I have I I've I've considered I've actually considered in the last little bit like maybe putting my clothes in my office. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Please don't do that. Well, I've Becca always had already- a problem with the clothing storage situation in my bedroom anyway. So, and I only have like five things that I wear. Yeah. You know so. Last night, Jeremy was asking me to come in the morning, to come, like, cuddle him in the morning at 7 a.m. Yeah. I was like, I don't, man, I don't know. I always feel a little bit awkward being in Bridie's space because she always comes home, and then I'm just sleeping in there, and I'm in her space, and he was like, no, she doesn't care. (laughs) That's his response to everything. Yeah. It it really is my response (laughs) to everything. Yeah, they don't care. That'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, uh, well, the reason we, you know what, <clears throat> look, I don't want to get too far off of this. We're right off, we're right off the top here. Uh, we are three days out. So, yeah. Three days away from our, our live show here in Halifax. Yeah. First one of 2019. <clears throat> With Rouge Fatal, uh, the epic and very well-known Halifax, highly famous Rouge Fatal. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some interesting things in the works for the show. It should be a fun time. And I think there's only like, there's at this moment right now, I think there's like probably... like 15 tickets left or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe like 15 tickets left. So if you haven't gotten your ticket, uh, don't snooze on it. This will be up. our biggest Halifax show. It will be. Yeah. yeah it will be. Uh, Turnmeonpodcast.com slash shows if you want to come to that. Saturday um, night, fun times. <clears throat> Uh, we were, we're the front page news I know. of CBC today. It's really wild. CBC.ca. If you go, it, I mean, news changes quick. So yeah. by the time you're listening to this, it's probably different. But right now, as it stands in this moment in time, mm-hmm. CBC.ca, you and I are the front page fucking news. Yeah. Which is I know. really funny. Yeah. It's a lot. And it's about polyamory mm-hmm. and about our, our podcast and our yeah. marriage. Uh, Becca, did you listen to that interview or read the article? Both. <clears throat> oh, I it, didn't read the article. Oh, it's re- it's really great. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, it was very well written, and they put these like tips for relation. It was interesting. Yeah, we should we should do our own version of that. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Um, Becca, what were your thoughts on the on the interview and stuff? Oh yeah, we're not at the front anymore. Uh, Already? <laughs> this is the front. What now. the fuck happened? <laughs> So too many people complained, well, probably. God damn it. Oh, well, well, that was fun while it hey, lasted. During the morning of today, we were from yeah. news. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I think you guys did. Speak a- right into the microphone. Yeah. I really liked it. What was the. Yeah. You like, you listened to it or you <coughs> read it? I did both. I, um, I saw the link when I was at work, so I read it while I was at work. And then when I went home, I listened to it. Um, yeah, my favorite part was obviously when I was involved because I'm narcissistic. <laughs> it's always my favorite part. It's always about you. <laughs> it's always about me. Uh, your mom texted you oh that you texted you about it because someone heard it over the radio. Yeah, so two of her... My mom's in Mexico. 
uh, she goes there for the winters and two of her friends, I guess, texted her <coughs> saying that I was mentioned in the CBC um, interview. And I don't know what else they said, but my mom was like, you guys are seeing other people. Did you know about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. in, the, in the interview, I mentioned how Bridie and her boyfriend are together. You and I, Becca, are together. But also, you and I see other people outside of that, outside of us. Yeah. Um, whereas Brady and her boyfriend do not. Which my sister, I mean, my parents know about us and our relationship. Um, and like how Bridie's involved. And Bri- yeah, exactly. But they, the only person that knows that now we see other people outside of that was my sister. Um, but I guess my mom knows now. <laughs> do you feel like that was a good, like a good way to introduce that to your mom? As opposed to having a conversation. Nationally. <laughs> yeah. Like having her friends tell her. Like, how do you feel? Like, well, how does that make what? you feel? Okay. So this is how I think about it because I don't personally don't tell my mom, like if I'm single, I'm not like, Hey mom, I went to the bar and like went home with this guy or whatever. So us seeing other people, we're not like in romantic relationships with other people, it's just sleeping with other people. So why would you tell your mom that? Why would I tell my mom, my sex life? Right. Right. I don't really have that. Yeah. Super close. I do have a close relationship with my mom and I was comfortable. Actually, I did tell her a couple of times I was going on a date with a girl, but that's because it's a date and it's not like, right. I don't know. It was just different. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question of like, when do you introduce that stuff to your family? And like, what, what do they need to know? You know, what's what do they not need to know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's my sex life. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you need to know about my sex life? Mm -hmm. Unless it's something that's going to be more than that, that you would need to be aware of. Yeah. Nobody's called me. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Uh, Yet. Uh, They're playing I'm, that shit all over the fucking news. Yeah. It's great. It, it honestly is crazy to me that CBC, we're at a point where CBC, CBC is covering polyamory as like a fucking he- headlining story. It, look, maybe it's a slow news week, but also <laughs> kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool. Kinda I cool. listened to it again today um, just because I wanted, to, now that I'm aware that it's like, it's really out there. Uh just so wanted to take another listen and uh and hear and I'm I'm grateful for some of the stuff that they cut out um you know when when somebody responded to that original post with like a tweet saying how is this news I yeah, um, that was someone's t- response their tweet yeah. response on CBC it was like how is this shit newsworthy I went on and I I listened to it again today with that kind of filter in mind and and just wanted to make sure that we didn't sound really like preachy or like um that's not the right word don't interrupt me till i capture it just one second clench my fist just like i don't know preachy is not the right word but like we have anything like we have any sort of thing to say i guess about about it it's like we're not out there pounding the pavement being like, everybody should pay attention to us. Uh, We're polyamorous, although we do have this podcast um, and that's generally how you get it out there. Um, (laughs) But, but like, I'm not like buying extra copies of the newspaper with like articles about me and my polyamorous relationship to like send to my grandmother. Yeah. 
We're not shoving it down people's throats. I hope not. I don't. I don't think we are. Yeah. If you're fucking tuning into this show, it's because you want to. Oh yeah, I know this audience. You know, I mean, this audience is different than the the general home Saturday afternoon CBC listener. Yeah. But even even in that interview, it was like we're be, we're just being asked questions like how does that work and we're like no no it works like this yeah for cool. us and that's it yeah yeah um anyway, anyway i just wanted to like kind of get that out of the way uh shameless plug really i'm <laughs> just i'm proud that we we're on cbc front page but let's read that um that brain boner because right. i want to get becca's thoughts here okay um i'm gonna paraphrase some of this i've been in a relationship for six months with a wonderful woman this is a woman writing in Uh, She is a long-term boyfriend of many years, and they live separately. Uh, The three of us sometimes have sex, but outside that scenario, I only have one sexual partner, which is this woman. Although I'm aware of her feelings for her other partner, and I think about it often to normalize it in my head, I find myself sometimes spontaneously upset that she loves him and has for many years. When I think about the future and the fact that she will likely marry him and have his children, I get anxious and don't know where I fit into that picture. We jokingly talk about marriage between us, but that seems unlikely. I should note that I know thinking this far ahead is ridiculous and would be in any type of relationship, monogamous or not, but I can't help but think about it. She loves me and I feel that from her, but I'm uneasy at certain moments. Do you think my feelings are genuine or do these relationship ideals come from what society has told me is right? How do I combat these feelings of insecurity? I give myself permission to feel upset as everyone has off days, but I want to deal with these feelings in a healthy way. I want to talk about these things with my partner, and I do when my thoughts seem clear, but I don't even know what to say when I'm feeling bummed out about it. I know she can sense it though. Just looking for some clarity, hoping you could provide me with some advice, since I'm sure some of these feelings have been relatable at some point in your relationship as well. And that's uh, that was sent in by Gielen in L.A. Thank you for that, Gielen. Um All the way down from SoCal. I'm coming to L.A. in a couple of weeks. Uh, just a heads up to anybody down there who knows some great places to go. I do. Yeah. Some great food down there. Great. Perfect. We'll talk. <clears throat> um uh, I find that really interesting because I feel like you, Becca, have been in those shoes. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm making that up. But like, have you been in? Have you felt that in this scenario? Because you, you came into this knowing that Bridie and I, although we live together, a little different, but you know that we've been together for a long time, and we are married, um, which d- already checks that box off of like we can't legally we could never be married mm-hmm. um but like have you ever have have you been in that that scenario have you felt those feelings of of sadness or 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 anger or whatever concern about the future <coughs> um yeah i i wouldn't say anger um but there i hmm. we have kind of an interesting well, a different situation as well because kids were never a part of our narrative. True. Um, marriage, there's that. Like, like you said, it's illegal <laughs> to marry more than one person at a time. Although we did have that one guest in that had had a commitment ceremony to her mm-hmm. partner. Yeah. Her 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 other partner. Um. And. I can't really speak to it from the position that this woman is writing from, but I have had 
I have dated people in the in this open relationship that have asked that question like very like, early on of like kids and marriage and stuff like that. Well, just like how does this work in the <laughs> mm-hmm. future? Mm-hmm. Um, like if this ends up. And I appreciate what you're saying. It's like, well, you guys have been seeing each other for six months, so maybe it's presumptuous to be talking about, like, wanting to maybe get married someday. Yeah. But, you know, we're adults, and generally, I think when we're dating uh, and looking at whether or not we can invest ourselves long-term in a relationship, we just, yeah, we assume this path that, that, I mean, that's, those are the steps that a relationship goes through as it grows and like legitimizes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know typically, any different. Like typically that's, those are the steps. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like you're asking if uh, that's something that you've just learned. Um, if your feelings are being informed by like what you've learned about relationships and like, I think of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as for a different story, I don't know what that is either. And that's what I've said to partners who've asked me, like, what does this, where do I fit into this in the future? Like, what if, you know, we wanted to live together or Mm -hmm. what if we wanted to get married or what if we wanted to have kids? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know the answers. Yeah. I am just making this up as I go. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are. Um, and I generally am really grateful when a partner has asked me those questions, just that they are willing to ask, but I've also felt really defensive when asked. And, Mm. um, so, and I have requested at times that, that people not express those feelings to me because I feel like because I don't have the answers, it might be worthwhile investigating those questions beyond just me like Mm. read things and talk to other people who are in similar situations um just like as opposed to you just giving me your your answer yeah Yeah, because i don't know yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know if you know our Mm -hmm. relationship is gonna last for 10 years and then we and we we have a kid and then that's the end of our relationship. Like the, yeah. the purpose of our relationship has been served. <clears throat> it lasted 10 years. It wasn't a failed relationship. It's just, that's the form that this relationship took. And so mm-hmm. I try it. Like I try never to take stabs at what the future will be yeah. because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, where she's asking about marriage, I wonder what it is about marriage that you want like the point of having that commitment ceremony I know for me I've I come from a divorced family so marriage is kind of tainted for me it doesn't make a lot of sense to me Um, but at the same time because of society I feel like proposing to someone is one of the biggest statements of I'm fully committing myself to you um because society has drilled that into us that that's commitment that's true commitment is marrying someone and i know i have um i i don't want to say in well maybe it's an insecurity but to jeremy every once in a while i'll say like 
are you com- are you fully committed to me or uh, will you keep me forever kind of things like that and i know that the marriage piece is not something that i care about but it's that commitment piece but that doesn't have to be um like he can be fully committed to me and also married to you so if this girl gets married to this boyfriend that she has that doesn't mean that she's not fully committed to this other girl or vice versa if they decide to have a wedding instead of with the guy yeah I think just determining I mean who she obviously the girl that has the both relationships who she wants to do the legal marriage part with yeah and have a discussion with the three of you who that is makes most sense to do it with Mm. um and then have a separate like ceremony or just in some way show to the other person that i am also very committed to you and we don't need a piece of paper to show that yeah i don't know i i just i feel like um i feel like the and maybe this isn't the right way to go about it, but I feel like what I end up doing is I just try. I like I just try not to think about it too much. I'm just like you know what? It's working right now. Ignore, Why, like, ignore. Not, no, not ignore though. No, hold on though. I'm like, just gonna take a nap. If I if, fuck off, hear me out. Like I I mean I mean it though. I mean like you know what is what's what's the what's the purpose of putting so much so much of your energy into what the future might look like when the present is is just working. Like it's just, it's just, it's just working. It's nice. I mean, it seems like the, the, what was written here was like, you know, we're we're all mutually fr- friendly with each other. Sometimes we engage with each other when we're all um, choosing to like hang out on the same night. Um, <clears throat> but you know, her and I have our own separate thing, and him and her have their own separate thing. If if that is working at the time. Let, allow it to allow it to be allow it to flourish allow it to work uh without putting too much weight on like but what about what does it mean what if yeah all of that stuff uh, really like cloud stuff and i i get like i get there's there's you know thinking ahead is is smart and in <clears throat> in some ways and important in relationships and 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 thinking about the future and what the future might look like but also you know to some degree, I think I think it also can be harmful. I think to some people too, it can be exciting as well. Like thinking about when should I move in with this person yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, I suppose. And that's complicated if they don't, if none of them live together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you know, Brady, you in terms of our situation here, like we live together, we have a house together. Yeah. Um, but you've talked about living elsewhere yeah. and we've since the beginning of our relationship, you've talked about having your own space, like us having separate spaces. Yeah. And I'm really into that idea now. It took me a little while, but now I'm like, yeah, I love the idea of having my own solo space. Yeah. And then I bring that up to you, Becca, and you're like, but can I live with you? And I'm like, no, because I want it to be just me. And then you're like, but what about me? But like, me, what? I'm just, I'm, but me though. And I'm like, no, just no, let me have my own space. You can come if you want, but it's going to be mine. You know, <clears throat> we, it's, I don't know. I just find it. Everyone's different. 
Everyone is different. I you guess. know what, yeah. too? And like, <clears throat> I think you might just benefit from sitting down and imagining what you want. What, what do you want? what do you want what are what are things that are meaningful to you like mm-hmm. living together is like the domestic life really meaningful to you mm-hmm. is that like public declaration of marriage important to you is like r- doing like raising a kid with somebody important to you like if you don't know what's important to you then it's yeah. gonna be really hard for the other person to tell you what the future looks Might look like. like and and if you do and if you do know that those things are important and you find out that those things are not possible well the sooner you put two and two together like the the sooner that you can and you maybe can you don't the, know yet and that's yeah. also really tricky because you don't necessarily want to <laughs> jump ship of a relationship because you might want different things down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't really know I, I don't really know any solid like advice except for just do do like a lot of inward looking. Mm-hmm. Um and keep the communication open and 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 avoid avoid uh finger pointing or blame or or like approaching those challenging conversations from like a from like a they need to reassure you about why you're in the relationship you know yeah i mean everybody needs reassurance i don't maybe i feel like i'm giving really bad advice right now but i i think it's a really great question and um and i just don't i don't know the answer yeah and also, you know, I think I think she's right in in saying that we've run up against this in our relationships, and you're not alone in that. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's that's probably a, a pretty common thing that people run up against in in open relationships or or polyamorous uh, situations. Yeah, and just could, keep talking about it. Just yeah. keep it. Just keep the conversation going. Yeah. Um, and, and and deconstructing too, like the exactly what you said. Like, is this society? Is this something that I've learned? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's you can ask yourself that about every thought that goes through your brain all mm-hmm. day long. Yeah. And I and I think we, that can be suggested as an exercise. You know, look, examine things in that way. But you can literally never stop examining things that way. It's just like unearthing one one belief after another as you move through adulthood at least that's what i'm finding well i hope there's something in there <clears throat> for uh, for you gilen um and if you have uh, any thoughts on that or you have a brain boner of your own you can always reach out to us uh turn me on podcast at gmail.com um, we're always <clears throat> looking for, for questions from people. So, and you know, sometimes our advice is garbage. Sometimes it's great. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you just never know what, what you got to just say universe. I trust that whatever, whatever is going to come out of my mouth is coming from a, a pure heart of wanting to do good and of connection to the earth and to is this a what faith. You're, is this what you're telling that, yourself about the advice that you're giving? And the faith that, yeah, this, okay. is what I, okay. this is what I do every time I go into teach a yoga class. I'm like, look, right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Please let me just be 
a channel for something better than I could even bring out of my own brain. That's why everyone loves you in your classes. No, that's why they're all like, what the fuck is she talking about, though? (laughs) No, not at all. People love your shit. Uh, That's why people listen to this podcast. They don't tune in for my fucking dumb, dumb advice. Um, You're pretty smart. No, no, let's let's, uh, avoid all that. Um, Cool, let's start to this week's episode. You're smart, though. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Let's start to this week's episode. Uh, uh, I'm excited about this one. It's... We talked to Carrie in Toronto about her sexomnia uh, situation. If you're not familiar with sexomnia, it's basically you're just orgasming, coming and fucking in your sleep and diddling yourself in your sleep. I've had a partner with that. Yeah, I know. I know you told me about it, and and you, uh, is it safe to say, like it was like it was always really like better sex than when he was awake. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <Wow. clears throat> have you had that with me have i have i because i i have a case of it i have a case of like <laughs> case of i have a case of weird sleep <laughs> Came stuff down with it. um i don't know because the other night i said oh, the yeah. next morning i was like right. i rejected you for the first time ever because right. even if i'm super sick and you come on to me i'm like hell yeah i'm always down for sex with you um and I think that was the first night that I was just like, no, I can't do it. I've got stuff going on down there. It doesn't feel good. I'm super tired. I have to go to work in the morning. And you were like, no, I didn't come on to you last night. I was like, what? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't remember like, it like, no, at for all. sure not. I was definitely asleep. I'm but, sure. Yes, yeah, so I started to go for it. What? But yeah, I don't think there is ever a time that, or I mean, not to my knowledge that we've had sex in the middle of the night and you've been asleep like this guy that i was with before i i was was having sex with him and noticed the moment when he woke up and, <laughs> and realized like a oh, fuck rip. yeah <laughs> honestly oh no because oh, well too because when you wake up you're all like confused so he <laughs> I uh, so this story is kind of funny. We had watched um, what's that movie with the robot, the female robot? Oh, um, uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. So I I was really upset because as soon as he woke up, realized we were having sex, he was just like, uh, and like stopped, and I was just like, what the hell? Like just because you wake up and notice that you're having sex with me. Now you're going to stop having... Like, I took offense to that. Was he banging the robot? And he said he was really creeped out because in his dream, he was banging the robot from Ex Machia. And it freaked him out. So then when he he was kind of waking up from a weird, like, nightmarish thing. So he just felt weird from that and then couldn't continue having sex. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, as you're all about to hear, Carrie's setup and situation is kind of similar uh, in that her, 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 the, the, the orgasms that she finds herself to have during her sleep sex sessions are far better than any orgasm she can do in real life. So, uh, yeah, hope, hope you, uh, you all enjoy this as much as we did. And, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, there you go. Nice.
thanks for coming all the way over from Mississauga. You're welcome. Uh, we're here. We're still here. We're still in Toronto. Things are going well. You know, we have yeah, a live. This could be a week later. It could be. It yeah. is. It, it is technically. A week later, we're still in Toronto. No. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, for the listeners, it's a week later, and we're, we are still here. Uh, we had a live show last night, which was fucking rad. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now we're banging out some recordings today, and we're with Carrie. Hi. Hi. Are we Hi. using your real name? <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay great. great. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't two care. for two. I don't really care because some people might even recognize my voice anyway. I don't, mm. I'm, I'm kind of open, so I don't open. really care. An yeah. open book. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, <clears throat> um, I'm really interested in, in hearing <laughs> about what you have to talk about. Okay. Because uh, I think... So, I, 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 I correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going to get into like some sleep stuff, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got an interesting relationship with sleep. And I'm starting to realize now, um, I think I like, I'm, I'm, it's pretty much confirmed, not by a doctor, but I definitely have some like sleep apnea right now. Uh, Bridie literally thought I was dying last night or the night before with like wake, woke me up because I just wasn't breathing. Yeah, he does this thing where he goes, uh, like, nobody can see this, but (laughs) it's like he'll be laying on his back and it, it looks like he's breathing, but he's just like, Trying to suck like the sucking air in. the air in, but yeah. it's like not actually inflating his lungs. It's just like his whole body yeah. is like trying to breathe in. Which is crazy because like I sleep so hard <clears throat> and I get really good sleep. I feel like I get really good sleep. Yeah. But I feel like I'm about to find out. Yeah. More. Have you have you been to anyone? I haven't. No. And I know the process. I, a friend of mine, she, she works at a sleep clinic and I know someone who has sleep apnea and he was like, I thought I slept and then I slept with a. Right. Apnea machine, and then I realized, oh, yeah, you weren't having you had, a good like sleep. A first yeah. real sleep. I've, I've never slept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've had um, a septoplasty done before because I broke my nose. Okay, like a long time ago at a Nine Inch Nails concert when I was like seventeen. That is yeah. badass as fuck. <laughs> yeah, someone picked me up. I wasn't asked like asked to be picked up. I was picked up, and then I was dropped, and I did a nose dive. Oh, and got crushed right here. So then they rebuilt my nose or my septum a couple years ago. God, how bad and, like, did that hurt? Uh, not not that badly. It just they put stints in. Yeah, I, I've had that. And those had, are all. Yeah, I've had awful. that too. And when they pull those out, how weird is that? All the mucus. Is when disgusting. they go in and they're like, "All right, we're gonna taste like these plates yeah. out of your." And then oh, the, so the packing comes out like the. It's yeah. like it's literally, disgusting. it's like when you take the stuffing out of a new shoe, but like it's coming out of your face forever. So the same kind of thing that you were saying. Yeah. Like um, I didn't know before. My ENT was like, "Oh, you're gonna." breathe like you've never breathed before i'm like i, I can breathe yeah. and then when they come out i was like oh my god All i had no air. idea yeah that i wasn't breathing properly before so <clears throat> the reason why i touched on the sleep apnea thing is because uh i there was also a time in my life where i w- really hardcore sleepwalker mm-hmm. and uh t- sort of i mean we're gonna dive into it but we're, it's we're getting kind of into territory of, of sleepwalking-esque Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about, is it sexomnia? Sexomnia, yeah. All right. Let, let's let dive into that. Okay. Dive right in. Let's dive right in. What is that? There you go. Um, sexomnia <laughs> is, it's a type of parasomnia. And parasomnia is anything abnormal that you do while you sleep, like sleepwalking, sleep apnea, night terrors, things like that. So it's under that category. Abnormal. Uh, yeah, anything abnormal. Okay. Um, but sexomnia is a parasomnia, but you do sexual acts okay. in your sleep. Okay. And they can be really little or like crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Um, like, are there different like, 
uh, as you can have it on the sort of a scale? Um, I guess so. Uh-huh. Well, because I know um, they haven't done like much <clears throat> research in it because I've really? tried to look things up. I've actually gone to see my gynecologist and I was like, what's happening to me? You know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. So when I saw my gynecologist, I'm like, why is, this, why is this happening to me? Like, I don't understand it. And he's like, well, I don't really either, but just kind of, you know, just... Be thankful Roll for whatever. With it? Yeah, you're just, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's take it back then. You when did when did this start to come up? Like, what, yeah, when did this start for you? I honestly don't remember. <clears throat> Have you always had like? Were you a sleepwalker? Were you a sleep talker? Like, were, did I've you... always been a very active sleeper. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I was always punching and kicking, <clears throat> and no one ever wanted to sleep with me because they called me the octopus. Okay, I would be all over the place. Um, I've sleptwalk a couple of times, but it's not anything. Like, wasn't often. And I've done a couple of embarrassing things in my sleepwalking. Um, <laughs> did your parents, like, t- like were they, did they have to develop techniques or whatever to, like, keep you in your room? or No, because it, they they have no idea okay. that I ever slept walk. Okay. Because I only recall myself doing it a couple of times. Okay. And no one else has told me, oh, hey, <laughs> this right. is what you did last night. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't something that, like, as a child, you kind of already knew you had a you had some like funny sleep habits. Oh, I I always I've always had funny sleep habits, mm-hmm. um, but the sexomnia I can't really point out when it started. Mm-hmm. But it's been happening for like years and years and years. Yeah. And and what is it? So what does it look like then for for you? Like, is it? Is, do you just wake up? Like, it, like how does it differ from? Uh, you know, like if I didn't jerk off for like a year straight, I would just wake up coming. You know, like wet dreams just happen yeah. uh, if you if you don't release. So, like, is it different from, like, a wet dream? Like, what's what does it look like for you? Well, for, I mean, <coughs> a wet dream, like, I don't, like, ejaculate. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. my sleep, I don't have, like, they call nocturnal emissions. That's what they call it. Oh, okay. Um, but That's I a will... fucking sw- sick band name. <laughs> I, you know what? Nocturnal <laughs> I emissions. Saw that, um, I saw like that. If, if, have you watched Sex Education <laughs> on Netflix yet? No. Um, that's, that's a... That's like in episode three. She writes that down on a piece of paper. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, I will wake up sometimes. Usually I'm like humping my bed or humping something or like pelvic thrusting, they kind mm-hmm. of call it. Yeah. And I've been, I've grabbed my headboard before and I've shook my headboard. Um, uh, I'll wake up masturbating. Um, do you wake up like coming or do you wake up in the act? Um, like how you, are you actually orgasming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you wake up from the orgasm. Yes, it wakes me up. Whoa. Yeah. And is it? Do you like? Have you? Do you have a partner? Like, have you ever? Has this ever happened? Like in? I guess. Like, have you ever just woke up being like, "Oh, I'm fucking." Uh no no <clears throat> I've actually I actually don't I've never had sex in my sleep okay right. um it's only I'm just doing things to myself okay um I have I'm dating somebody at the moment and he thought that he caught me doing it one night okay. but he didn't know what to do because he didn't want to wake me up and I've told him I will wake me up if you catch me doing that yeah you know yeah but I don't have like it's it's having this it stopped me from having sleepovers mm. a lot mm. so it takes me a while to get comfortable with someone and say well this is what may or may not happen in my sleep so I rarely ever sleep over at someone else's house until I'm extremely comfortable that with them that makes sense to me um, is it because you don't want them to feel uncomfortable or do you feel like it kind of puts you in a, a bit of a 
weird gray area. Well, it depends who it is. If yeah. it's someone I'm dating, it's different. If it's a really close <laughs> friend, they're aware, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But if I'm over at someone's house, I have to share a bed with, like, my aunt. Yeah. Or, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. That. I was... um This past summer, I was at, like, my friend's cottage. Yeah. And it was me, her, her husband, and her two kids. And I was like, so where am I going to sleep? Who am I sleeping with? They're like, oh, you can sleep in, you know, the kids' room over there. I'm just like, I can't sleep with your kid. Yeah. No, I can't. Do you do you tell them? Are you like, look, I have this thing? Or is it... Are you too embarrassed to... Most people I tell, but, like, I didn't have to actually go into it because my friend actually... She's she like, no, 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 I'm sleeping with you. And oh. I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Okay. Because um, sometimes I make a lot of noise as well. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of moaning involved. Sometimes I'll, like, talk. Um, like, do, like, do, like, what kind of, do you know what you say? Like, it, no, it's it's mostly just, just like, like sex noises, like a lot of sure. moaning. Yeah, 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 right. And things, so. Yeah. yeah, and I'll twitch a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever been to, like, a sleep clinic? Or have you ever, like, no. seen a video of, of what's happening while you're sleeping? No. No. Are you interested in that at all? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Was there a point the- where you were like, I'm going to take this on. You know, this has been happening for a while. I'm going to maybe investigate this. Uh, I've You know what? I've never really truly thought about, you okay. know, recording myself. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen every night. And right. I also don't have a recording device. Right. Um, but sometimes it happens a lot. Like I'll, sometimes it'll be like three times a week, once yeah. a week, and then maybe not. Like the other day <laughs> I had like three in one night. Oh. And that is a lot. Like you're just, you wake up and you're coming and then you're like, fuck, holy shit. And then you go to sleep and then you wake up again and you're coming again. Yeah. And I try Whoa. and keep it going in that weird um, in between sleep when you're kind of waking up and I'm just like, okay, continue, continue. Because you love it. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's great. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, you, it really is a, a blessing. And I, I guess a curse, too, because you're, you know, it's probably fucking with your sleep cycle yeah. sometimes. But it, like, yeah, it does. I, yeah, just, well, they it, say that sexomnia occurs in, like, non-REM sleep. Okay. okay. It's before you get into your ultimate deep sleep. Right. right. But I'm a light sleeper. I'm a, a terrible sleeper because of it. Because okay. I have this paranoia. I'm going to do something stupid, you know, like... Yeah, I just have this paranoia that well, I'm just vulnerable. Yeah, ex- you know? yeah, exactly. So I'm a very I'll, light, I'll wake up to just you know the, the slightest noise. Yeah, yeah. Like, have, what, what was I doing? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever like experienced anything similar to that or or, or close to it? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think m- maybe once or twice. I think I've like woken up from a sex dream, like in the middle of a sex dream, and like and then you know I'm really horny, but like I. I don't generally uh, like wake up feeling horny, so that's it's a big deal when that happens, and yeah. I like it too, actually. I feel like so 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 I, I had this sleepwalking problem when I was a kid, and a sleep talking problem as well, just like just fucking belting out monologues like in my sleep, and then when I got older, I started to realize I I don't know if it, I mean I've never had sexomnia. I wouldn't say I had sexomnia to the point where like I wake up just like viciously like rubbing one out but like i've 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 woken up and and gone oh i'm having sex mm-hmm. right now like i'm in the middle i'm in the middle of sex yeah and i and up to this point i had no idea sweet all right well let's continue this and then go back to sleep and i i it's happened <clears throat> it's happened a couple times with beck actually yeah <clears throat> it's where, happened with me oh for sure it's happened with us like it's happened a, a, a number of times with us but i think it all starts where like i'll fucking roll over and like cuddle up 
And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, <laughs> I just start like humping a leg. Yeah. And then you're obviously awake, or Becca wakes up, and then you're like, oh, we're, oh, yeah, all right, let's have sex. And then, but I'm unbeknownst to me the whole time. And then all of a sudden, I wake up and I'm like, oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> you know, has like, it ever happened with someone <clears throat> that you're not intimate with? One time we were, we, it was a theater school thing, I think, or something, but Michaela and I were sharing a bed. Um, and it was like super platonic sisterly friend of ours. And I remember saying to Michaela, I was like, look, I, I like, I very well could just start like hardcore snuggling into you. Yeah. Cause I knew at that point, cause it was, it was, it happened with Katie before as well. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, I think at one point I did wake up like, like trying to spoon her and then was like, well, no, 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 no. Nope, like, not, her. Not, nope. not not the time, not the person. Yeah. Um, but no, it's never, it's, I think it, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I have no idea. I feel like it, if I was to take a guess, it's more apt to happen with someone when I feel like, um, you know, like when you go sleep in a hotel and you have a hard time sleeping, Yeah. there's a reason for that, yeah. which is you are, you do, you're not in your comfortable territory. you there's like a, a slight alarm bell that's like always kind of on. It's like a protective thing. Yeah. And so when you're not sleeping with someone that you, that you, like if I ever do a sleepover with a one night stand, it's never a really solid sleep. Mm. I'm constantly waking up, constantly waking up. So yeah, I feel like it'd a, be harder it's, a, it's like a defense, subconscious <clears throat> defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if it's, if I'm sharing the bed with someone that I really trust and like, yeah. And feel comfortable with. Although I've never woken up Hump and Taylor. And I share, we share the bed every time we go on tour or anything. Right. Because we always, we always just fucking end up in a place where there's like two beds. And yeah. the deal is me and Taylor sleep together and Brian takes his own. Why? Um, <laughs> You know what? Fuck. I don't f- know. <laughs> it seems to me like that <laughs> should be up for negotiation every single time. Brian's just a hardcore snorer though. So but, I think it's like a. But aren't you all? Well, I don't breathe. Right, Taylor. But you do snore, and so. uh, yeah, well, a little bit. So. Brian snores, and then Taylor just smells. Oh, so no. there's, yeah, it's a fight. It's an awful man. I tell I don't you, even want to take one step <laughs> into that hotel room. It's so nasty. I don't want to be in that hotel room <laughs> like, at all. It's like hot, hot smell. No, I don't like that. <clears throat> so, I don't like so that. I, you know, I feel like um, I've been there. I, I know. I, but I've never like I've never felt weird about it. I've always. So are, do you like? Are you waking up from a dream before? Like, do you ever recall yeah, any dreams? Yeah, I, I was going to actually ask you that. I, I, I think I've, I've like had, um, so I've, I've experienced that quite a bit with my sleepwalking, where I'll be having a very vivid dream of like, actually, this is a, this is a very specific one that happened. I'm, I'm sitting in the cockpit of a, of a spaceship, and I'm pulling knobs and I'm switching buttons and I'm fucking zooming through space. And when I woke up, I was sitting in a drawer that I had pulled out from a dresser, took all the clothes out. I was in the drawer, like, wow. like as tightly as I could be. And the, you know, like the other drawers in the dresser, they all had knobs on them. And I'm like flicking those things and twisting them. And so when I wake up, I'm like, oh God, what the <laughs> fuck? This isn't a spaceship. This is my, <laughs> my bedroom. It's really funny. I, I know it's so <laughs> silly, but in the sex thing, I, I, I don't think it's, it hasn't been so specific where I'm like, you know, having sex with, Jennifer Lawrence, which is like, I've had that dream probably a thousand times if she's listening. Um, and, <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm actually like having sex, I, it, but it, but it definitely is like, I'm having like a rouse, aroused thoughts or yeah. like, like there's the sensation of, of 
fantasy or something. Um, but I can't like pinpoint precise like people or things. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When it happened to me um, with you, I assumed... I always assumed you were awake. Yeah, you just assume that I'm like initiating sex. Yeah, and I'm like in the middle of the night, dude. It's yeah. like three a.m. Were his eyes open? No, no. Okay, no. Are you? Do you know if yours are? Like, I don't know because I've no. No one has ever actually caught you caught me yeah. for sure doing it yeah. because I rarely sleep over at people's <laughs> houses. But I have um, a recurring theme in oh. almost every dream I have, and they're the dreams are almost all sexual. And in most of the dreams, I have a penis. Whoa. And I bang a lot of chicks. Whoa. In my dreams. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you yeah. have, do you have like, a, you know, conscious version of you that's awake? Do you have fantasy of like, of throwing a strap on and, and fucking some girls or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah right. Like I have, I, I guess I consider myself <laughs> bisexual. I've been with women before, but. I, me and even some girlfriends even joked before about just like, oh, if I had a dick, oh my God, just for a week, woo, yeah. you know how much fun I'd have. But it's, it's, I wake up to these dreams and I usually have a dick. It's pretty fun having a dick. I mean, like <laughs> I got out of the shower today and I just, I do this thing now, I'm, I'm working on it and this is, and this is not a joke. I'm trying to really nail down doing the helicopter with my dick, um, like, but like, th- so I can get two ro- full rotations. I can't get three. So it's like uh, as soon as... It's like me with hula hooping. (laughs) Yeah, it is like that. It's totally like that. As soon as I start to get to the third, it starts to do like a a, a side to side wag. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it is fun having a dick. Uh, Have you ever actualized (laughs) that fantasy? Like, have you ever had that sexual experience? I've had that done to me, but not in reverse. Um, This guy I'm dating right now... um, Sometimes when we, we have sex, he'll put porn on and he always chooses 
the chicks with dicks. Okay. Because he, he, he thinks it's, you know, he's like, well, it's your fantasy. And I'm like, oh, no, that's fine. Yeah. But it's funny how he just goes right yeah. to that. And it is. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Like trans porn or like, or women with strap-ons? Just women with strap-ons. Okay, okay. We were watching this one. I've never heard of it before. It's, they're using this strap-on, but it's, you, it's in, you put it inside. Okay. It's oh, like a yeah. stra- strapless or something like that. Have you ever heard of that before? Um, no, but I've. Not, I don't know, but I have heard of like, like at the same time I'm penetrating you, I'm also being penetrated by this device. I have yeah. that dildo. I have that strap on. Oh, do you? That's the strap on that I own. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's actually. That you co-own. It's Yeah, I co-own. It's a triple, uh, it's a triple oh, dildo strap on. Oh, the one that someone sent you when you were in the hospital with uh, pneumonia? Yeah, no, I, no, I had my, my, my bowels removed. Oh, right. And then someone Perfect sent time. that to me, and the nurse like helped me open it, and I was all drugged up, and she was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I pull out this like pink strap-on. Pink strap-on with three dildos. So how, how it works is there's the dildo that we, you would, that would, if the woman, if a woman or a person with a vagina was wearing it, um, the dildo on your pelvis that you would fuck someone with is there, like your normal yep. strap-on. But then there's two other dildos, one that goes in your vagina and one that goes up your ass while, while you're wearing it. Yeah. Which is cool. Is that what you meant? Is that what you... No, no, there's one... <laughs> it's like it, it goes up... It's called a strapless dildo. I've, it looks like it's actually... Like it goes in, I guess, the woman's vagina. And then it actually oh, has yes. a milky fluid in it so you can actually make it... Come. Like, come. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you're wearing, the way you wear it is in you. Yeah. And yeah. then you're fucking with, yeah. I, that, I feel like that would just fall out. I, I, just like, I yeah. Because well, I remember watching this, this, this porn and I was really staring at it. I was like, does, wait, does she have a dick? Like it actually fooled my oh, eyes. Yeah. I was like, I don't see the actual harness or anything. And and I had to look. He's like, no, no, no. It's a strapless. And I was like, what? Okay. I'm look this up right now. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I I can totally picture, but I also feel the same way. Like it probably works in porn, but maybe not necessarily practically, because um, I I feel like it would just would just slip out. Yeah. yeah like you need to be like the Kegel or King to keep that in. I think. Oh, oh, well, maybe not, man. I don't know. Look at that. Like that looks like it does the trick. Jeez, they, they, these are, um, wow, if you just Google, if anyone's listening, strapless, strap on, and go to images, these do look like a, lo- a hell of a lot of fun. Like, look at that. It look it looks like a, oh. just a really bitchin' wee vibe that's been, like, jacked up. <laughs> it and, does. And you long. couldn't probably do a lot of, like, aggressive thrusting. Mm, yeah, probably not. But it does look like, you know, sometimes in sex, I like it <laughs> when, um, when... The penis goes all the way in, and then it just is like doesn't pull out much. Like there's a, still that like rocking sensation, but there's mm-hmm. not like a. In, I actually really don't like it when it like they pull like almost all the way out and then slam back in. I'm just like, yeah, it's just kind of the friction's not really yeah. in the right place for me. At I don't. That point. I don't think there's a lot. I, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I think that that whole jackhammer thing is is. Uh, that's just bad. That's just bad sex. Like that's just not. Well, that's not a great move. It doesn't have. Okay, jackhammering is different than what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, I mean, this the, the jackhammering is just kind of about pace. Yeah. Uh, pulling all the I way think, out. I, 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 I don't think it's all about pace. I think some people use it because that's just what they see. That's what they've seen in porn. No, but that's, that's jackhammering is like... Yeah, yeah, right. And, and a lot of men think that that's, that's good. Yeah. And it's not. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> rare, like rarely it's is it that... I mean, I, I'm sure some people are like, yeah, now I want you to fuck me hard and fast. Yeah. yeah. But like, it that's not the... 
if that's the only move you've got. Yeah, that's not the know? button. But, that's not yeah. the, like, oh, I know how to do it. Boop. And it's like, you know what, just do it faster. Just so can, <coughs> you can just finish. Yeah. Yeah. To that point, it's like you just... You need to learn some moves. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to unlearn that, though, because I've, yeah. I've had I've had sex with some guys who have done that, and it's just like, hey, how about we slow things down for a minute, and then we will, and then and then it just like picks right back up. And I, I maybe there's something erotic to be on the side of the penis for that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. no, I don't know. Okay, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I've also noticed with my with my sexomnia recently, it's gotten even kind of more intense. Okay. Um, my progesterone levels are really, really low, so my doctor put me on progesterone. Okay. What is progesterone? It's a type of hormone? Yeah, just a hormone, because um, I'm on some... Anti- I, I was diagnosed with Lyme a few mm. a few uh, months ago, oh, and so fuck. it really screws with everything in mm. your body, so my hormones, my thyroid, everything was low, and then as soon as it got back up again, I was like, oh man, I'm, there's, there, it's more and more and more. I was having more intense dreams. Mm. Um which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but one, I don't even know if it's a frustrating thing or not with my dreams. The orgasms I have when I'm, you know, in my episodes, I can, they're so intense, I cannot replicate them. In real when life. When I'm awake. Whoa. I can't, even with myself or anybody else, I just, I can't, and it's, I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's good or bad, but it's pretty interesting, like, so you, so the the you're having like the best the best <laughs> sex of your life is when you're asleep and doing it with no one and waking yeah. up from it. Yeah, I I, I see <laughs> this to my friends sometimes like I'll go in huge uh, you know gaps of you know not being not dating someone or not having sex. I just I find Canada or Toronto in general really hard to date, mm. but I used to live in the US and when I lived in the US, no problem. Americans loved me, Canadians don't. So mm. I have these gaps and people are like, oh, doesn't it bother you go for so long? And I'm just like, no, I don't need a man. I just go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> honestly though. And it's better. Party for one. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand why it would be that much more intense when I'm asleep than when have I'm you awake. Have ever tried like keeping a journal of like, okay, it happened. Here's like what I ate today. You know, I I wonder if it has much to do with like stress level, and then now with the progesterone, like I wonder that probably has you know a very scientific effect. To I'm that, sure it like, even has something to do with my cycle, as right? Well. Right. So, and I also find even I guess when I'm getting my period, I even wake up, I'll be like soaked. Sometimes when I come out of these dreams, I'll be like head to toe just soaking wet. Right. Um, I'm guessing that has something to do with my hormones as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it very well could be. You yeah. know what i I don't I don't wake up soaked and and specifically on my period. But I sometimes I don't know what my body is going through, but I wake up and I my clothes like I am my dripping sweat everywhere. The blankets are soaked. I have to go like usually get a towel so I can like just go back to bed, lay it down on the bed, and fall back asleep. And I don't know what it is. You know, you think like that kind of sweating is related to like a fever or. Yeah. Anxiety but, can do that too, <laughs> right? Anxiety, yeah, maybe that's definitely. Well, it's a real funny thing that you brought life. that up, writing it down, because I sh- I've been told to just write everything down because yeah. I have crazy dreams too. Just write whatever down. Um, now that I'm kind of calculating in my head, I'm kind of on the cusp of getting my period. Like this week has been crazy. Yeah. With it, like I said, I had three. Yeah. In like one yeah. night, you know, the other day, and I was like, wow, I've never done that before. Why? And it's like, ah, cycle, you know? Yeah. I should keep track. Is, is Do you have a doctor that is, like, actively, like, checking in on you about this? No. No, eh? <laughs> no. 
I just feel your se- like your sex sleep sex sex doctor, like you're the one doctor that's like, this is all. This is my specialty. This is all I want to talk about with you. Yeah, yeah, I think I would have to go like my regular. Like I've brought it up to like a couple doctors, and they're just like, I don't know. Yeah. So they right don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who is the doctor that you go to for? This? I don't know. You that's know? why I went to my gynecologist, and he yeah. doesn't. That's not his like a specialty dreams yeah. or the mind or right. how powerful the mind is. He well, just, there's sleep doctors though. You know, like yeah. sleep clinics. Like that is that is actually that is. Actually, probably where you'd go. Yeah, if you I, wanted to, like, if you wanted to figure it out, or well, I feel like it would be fascinating for them. Like, how many people do they have to study that come in and are like, "Well, here." The, it's the thing with me. me doing that is that it doesn't happen every night. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I go to sleep knowing somebody's like watching me, or if I'm in a different bed, like I, it, I probably won't even be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that would be very hard to track. Like maybe I should get the recorder out and right see well, what well with with i mean i don't know cuz you know may, maybe there is something but to track um uh sleep apnea which i've been told a number of times i got to go do uh you they actually give you a device that you take home and then you just we- you just wear that and it's is it the thing that goes on your nose right? uh it's it's something that essentially tracks your your breathing yeah. while you're asleep and so it's just it's taking these recordings the entire night. It's not like it's not the sleep apnea machine. It's not like the oh, thing okay. that's pumping the air in. It's literally just a, a, a measurement tool that's taking in. Okay, this is the th- like at at this interval of the night or at this time of the night, you stop breathing and it happened in this like set of intervals at this period of time. Okay, you definitely got sleep apnea. Yeah, like and that's how they track it. So there might be like if you went to a sleep clinic, they might be like, oh, you've okay. Here's the like here's the nanny cam setup. Right. And yeah. it's just going to come on when it hears you say, like, like, fuck me, daddy, or whatever, <laughs> you know, or like, what? it's got some sort of trigger, you know, and it just comes on. Probably with, like, your heart rate or something. Like, if it monitored yeah, your heart yeah, rate, then yeah. it would probably be able to pick that up. Yeah, yeah. They, they, like, I've done research on this myself because if, you know, the couple doctors I've talked to can't give me answers, I usually yeah. research myself. And there, it, there is a machine that they will, would hook you up to that is, you know, breath, heart, mm-hmm. all that right. stuff to see what happens. Um, Seems like a little bit, uh, a little more complicated than than just a take home setup. Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling it, there probably <coughs> isn't a take home. No, I can just record myself and be like, "Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, explain this." I would just have a, a lot of trouble in a sleep clinic. But like, also, is it like, do you want to do? You, do you need answers? Like, I, to, to me, it just seems like you've got this really cool, <laughs> like, sleep trick. Yeah, it's or it's, is it bothering you? No, the only time, like I said, it bothers me is if I have to sleep over yeah. at someone's house that I'm not exactly comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know? Like, um, this guy I'm dating, I stayed over at his, uh, his uh, I met his family and went over and I had to sleep over at, like, his dad's house. And I was mm-hmm. just like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, even though he was, like, in the room with me, I was still like, you know, your dad's across the hall. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. this is, I, I just barely slept at yeah. all. I'm like, oh, that's Because no. what if I had one of those nights where I was vocal? Mm. And it's funny because his, his dad's really old-fashioned, so he didn't want us to sleep in the same bed together. Okay. So... <laughs> Can you imagine he he wakes up and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, and then he comes over and I'm like alone. There's, you know, I thought I told you guys, but, you know, hey, his son's actually sleeping on the couch. So what am I doing in there? Mm-hmm. So that would that's be- so what? Wait, this, is, this happened recently. <laughs> yeah. You're a grown adult. <laughs> that is so crazy. Like, yeah. does I, that happen still? I didn't even realize that that was a thing. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, he's 
real he's, old school. He's, he's older, yeah. very old school, and just <clears throat> I you, guess, you're not married. You shouldn't. See yeah, it. right. I guess the 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 you're right. Sex before marriage thing is a th- is a thing for I, I forget that that's a that's a thing. And that there's some believe. there's some people like as I would be like, well, what about the person you're dating? Shouldn't they maybe say <laughs> something to their parents? But there gets to a point too. Like my parents are at an age where if they say something that I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're 70. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna, it doesn't mean that much to me to try to push this, my, yeah. you know, like teach an old dog new tricks kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well, if I got, you know, to know these people a little better, you know, but just the first time thing, I'm not gonna be like, I don't agree with your beliefs. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and his family would be like, what the fuck is this chick? You yeah. want to bring her over here? <laughs> so. Um, we're we're coming up to time, but there you you had also mentioned that you recently had multiple orgasms through anal. Yeah. Oh. Let's talk about that. That's re- that was recent. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, That's well. A nice segue. Yeah. Um. <laughs> King segues. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was. Had you was- ever <laughs> orgasmed once before from anal? Um. No. Okay. No. Um. I've First never. First time's a charm. Yeah. Mm. Well, the person that I'm dating is very. You know, he's, he knows what he's doing, he's experienced, he's, you know, he's, he knows what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we're comfortable with each other. So I was like, okay, let's try. And I hadn't had, you know, sex in a long time. I've had it before, years ago with a partner and there was a bit of an accident. And uh, I just, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, no, you have to, you know, so he actually gave me a colonic. Um, Wow. He gave me one. And he gave you yeah. my god he really knows what he's yeah. doing yeah he's, he's, he's just like we're all adults here who cares yeah you know it's just we all we all do it we all shit or yeah. whatever so he he did that and then i'm like perfect because i t- said i had this fear of like i don't want to like you know you know poo on you Cut yeah like, exactly yeah. so he's like well you got to clean it and then, and then he gave me a colonic <laughs> and then i'm like okay let's go and then you know i got a vibrator and and we were and he just put me in like a really great position yeah what was this great position um he, this is going to sound weird, but I, he had, you know, like a TV table, like those folding dinner yeah. tables. Yeah. I kind of leaned over it, like with just like my elbows on it. Right. And so he, and then he came in from behind. Right. Mm. And then we had like the porn on with the, the, the chicks yeah. with dicks or yeah. whatever. And then just with the vibrator and, and the anal. And Lots of lube. Because he had told me before either, so a lot of women either love it or they hate it. Yeah. It can make orgasms more intense. Or you, or you just don't like it. Yeah. Um, period. So, and I ended up liking it a lot. Yeah. And then there was one point where my leg was really shaking and he's like, and I was making these weird noises like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, it won't stop. Yeah. You Whoa. know? And he's just like, okay. He thought for a minute I was in pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I wasn't. And, and he was just using a, a, a dildo with his hand. Like no. he, or, or, or was he? I was, I had the, just a vibrator, not a yeah. dildo. Or sorry, vibrator. vibrator. And his penis was was in your butt in my bum and you had oh, and you, you had the vibrator using, oh, and yeah. i was controlling the vibrator got you, got you, got you. and i was just like jesus Christ. yeah so you're it's getting stimulation from multiple yeah visit areas and yeah. then okay because yeah, yeah. i was a little nervous about it at first and then and then i was like okay if i've got this vibrator here then it's, if i'm yeah. you know stimulating everything yeah it was great and i was Sweet. like we're doing this again mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i get the leg yeah. shaking thing i've been there in sex where you're like uh it's like especially if you have to stand or you're trying to stand and you're like also you want to relax enough to like yeah, have an orgasm but yeah. then you're like i don't know if my legs are going to oh it was also a new year's eve so and it was funny and it was like <laughs> i looked at my watch and i was just literally like oh and happy new year babe you know <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. happening it was, it was really funny yeah, that's, that's really awesome. funny yeah well, this is really fascinating. I, uh, I, I, I mean, I. Part of me like, 
part of me wants to know more of, of the of the science the science behind it all but then like also part of me is I kind of feel like no like don't go too deep because maybe you'll lose it like I feel yeah. like it's a this this elusive magical <laughs> like fucking skill sex fairy that, yeah that like might disappear if you look at it too long or, or whatever the like, sex omnia yeah yeah the yeah. sex omnia no no the anal orgasm yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no the sex omnia is like I feel like it's I you know it's it's like the almost the superpower there's well, just so few mysteries these days you well, know they, yeah. where they say that um most men who do it engage in actual sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When women do it, it's more masturbating or or just kind or just of like, like pelvic feeling. thrusting yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They don't actually seek out someone to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I'm at a point where I'm just like I've told the guy I'm dating. I'm just like wait like wake me up if you mm-hmm. catch me doing it, but no one ever catches me doing it. Huh. And now I'm at a point where I might just be like, is it okay if I wake you up mm-hmm. if I wake mm-hmm. up? But then sometimes when I wake up I'll like I'll lose it. The feeling will go right. away. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll see what happens with that yeah. <laughs> in the future. Yeah, yeah. Keep us posted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, I would be particularly curious about like the breathing because you know like mm-hmm. s- like sex breathing is different than sleep breathing. It's yeah, different than yoga breathing. That like I know at least like if I'm feeling like an orgasm coming on, I can adapt my breath to like sort of right. stretch the feelings out and like prolong the the physical sensation before actually yeah, well, I'm, I, I'm panting a lot when I wake up mm-hmm. too so and I just lose it so fast I'm afraid that if I wake someone up I'm just gonna lose that orgasm or maybe it will make it maybe I can keep it going maybe it'll make it better I'm not sure but we'll see we'll see when I make it I will make it happen yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is also fascinating. I love it. Well, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to come in and chat. Uh, And thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another fascinating episode. And in the meantime, go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review and hit the subscribe button. We say it every week because we... we it, it means a lot. Yeah, it actually... It actually it, has a big effect. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also support us in other ways as well if you want to financially help us out, uh, which is always, always appreciated. You can go to patreon.com slash turn me on. And uh, if you want to reach out to be a guest on the show or you have a brain boner, we need more brain boners. We yeah. like your questions, so Fire send them off. our way. Um, and uh, you can find <coughs> us uh, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com or even through our website, turnmeonpodcast.com. Yep. Uh, that is it for this week. Until next week, go fuck yourself. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.